It's 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR-FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Wednesday, the very first day of March, and this is your KVMR Evening News. I'm Claudio Mendonça. The California Report covers severe weather events taking place across our state and provides information on potential tax deadline leeway for hard-hit county residents. Then, the California News Service reports on a health coverage crisis affecting California's children. After a local news and weather update, KVMR's Julia Gem speaks with Nevada City residents about their recent snowstorm experiences. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Yosemite National Park is closed indefinitely because of the severe weather this week in California. In a statement, park officials say Yosemite has received significant amounts of snow, 15 feet deep in some areas. While crews are working to restore critical services, there's no estimate on when the park might reopen. Meanwhile, in the Sierra Nevada, blizzard-like conditions force ski resorts to close in the Tahoe area. Very cold air along with all the moisture, which means high snow ratios. The snow is much more powdery than normal, which does two things. One, makes it pile up faster with the same amount of moisture. And two, it blows around really easily with the strong winds they get with storms here in California. That's Brian Allegretto, a forecaster for open snow, which tracks weather trends in the Sierra Nevada. Allegretto says while today might provide a bit of a respite, stormy weather could continue for the next few weeks. The federal government says people living in California counties hit hard by severe weather now have an extra six months to file their federal taxes. But a new deadline creates challenges for state budget writers. Here's KQED politics editor Scott Schaefer. The filing deadline is being pushed back from mid-April to mid-October, and that means both federal and state returns will come in later. California usually updates its budget forecast in May after April tax payments come in. H.D. Palmer with the California Department of Finance says the new deadline makes budget forecasting harder. It adds another level of uh, challenge to what we do. That doesn't mean that we're not going to receive revenue That doesn't mean we're not going to do a budget. That doesn't mean we're not going to do a forecast. We're going to do all of those. Palmer says the state will use data from the overall economy and the stock market to estimate how much money it'll have to spend in the coming fiscal year. It's not an insurmountable problem. It's just an additional challenge. Palmer says the state can juggle funds from internal sources to maintain critical government operations. There's always going to be sufficient cash resources on hand to make sure that firefighters go on the front lines and and the tankers will fly and and the bulldozers will go, for example. That's never going to be an issue. So it's just the day-to-day management of the state's cash resources. More than 40 counties hit by severe rain, flooding, and mudslides have been declared federal disaster areas. Check the IRS website to confirm your eligibility. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. Yesterday, President Joe Biden nominated California's former Labor Secretary to head the U.S. Department of Labor. The White House lauded her as a champion for workers, as KQED's Farida Javala Romero reports. Attorney Julie Su has been second in command at the Labor Department since 2021. She's the daughter of Chinese immigrants who spent years representing low-wage workers, including victims of trafficking. This is uh, very good news for the workers of America. Stanford law professor Bill Gould is a former chair of the National Labor Relations Board. Here in California has made a name for herself as someone who uh, protects the vulnerable. 
Gould expects Republicans to grill Sue during confirmation hearings on her handling of billions of dollars in fraudulent claims that were paid by the California Employment Development Department on her watch at the height of the pandemic. Still, Sue's confirmation to cabinet secretary, if it happens, would help bring federal dollars to fund good jobs in California, according to State Senator Dave Cortesi, who chairs the Senate's Labor Committee. You know, it gives us access at the highest levels uh, of the White House in a, in a very, at a very important time. Some industry groups criticized Sue's nomination. Others, like the California Chamber of Commerce, told KQED they're looking forward to continue working with her. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. A year after Russia invaded Ukraine, we're checking back in with Silicon Valley people and companies affected by the war. KQED's Rachel Myro has the story. A year ago, 80% of the Ukrainian workforce for outsourcing company JetBridge fled the country. Now they're all back in. Well, western Ukraine, which is relatively safer. But that's not to say everything's normal outside of work. Everyone is physically okay, but lack of electricity is a huge problem now. Bay Area-based CEO John Sung Kim is married to a Ukrainian, and his in-laws live in recently liberated Mykolaiv. He worries the city might be shelled again, or his family could be drafted, or both. He worries that might happen to his employees. They worry, too. I can see on Zoom that they're starting to get the 10,000-yard stare from trauma. The company's Belarus-based workforce is now in Poland. For years, Ukraine has been one of Silicon Valley's favorite offshore outposts for educated, relatively cheap IT labor. Google, Grammarly, Ring, and many other companies employ workers in Ukraine. And while many Ukrainians have fled to safer places like the U.S., others have stayed or returned out of patriotism or because they don't want to leave family behind. Andy Kurtzig, CEO of the online expert platform Just Answer, has about 315 employees based in Ukraine, up 65 people from last year. We were fairly well prepared. We do have generators at our offices. We do have Starlinks, uh, you know, for internet in our offices. And so it's interesting. A lot of our employees and their families even come to our office when the power goes out because they can take a hot shower and they can you know, charge their devices and be warm. Since the war has started, Kurtzik says he's been to Ukraine twice and he's going again next week. You know, these are good, kind, smart, talented, hardworking, funny, interesting people that don't deserve this. I feel like we've been in a position to be able to be helpful because of all of our connections there. He set up a nonprofit that's raised more than $3 million, built a mental health center, and directed his employees to update and upgrade military equipment. Both Kim and Kurtzig insist Ukraine will win eventually. It's just a matter, they say, of how many people will die between now and then. For the California Report, I'm Rachel Myro. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better. 
on the web at schmidtfutures.com. And that's this edition of the California Report for Wednesday, March 1st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great morning. Big changes could be coming to the health coverage of some California children and adults over the next year. Who exactly will be affected and which families may be at greater risk? Coming up, the California News Service answers these questions and more. Two million children and adults in California could lose health insurance coverage over the next year as the state winds down the continuous coverage requirements in place during COVID, according to a new report from Georgetown University. The pandemic health emergency officially ends May 1st, but on April 1st, California will start redetermining eligibility for 50 million people on Medi-Cal. Mike O'Day with the nonprofit Children Now says recipients must make sure the program has their current address. The state has been proactive in asking families to make sure that their contact information is up to date. So families can visit keepmedicalcoverage.org to sign up for email and text message alerts with updates about Medi-Cal renewals. Children who are still eligible could lose coverage if the renewal notice goes to the wrong address or if there is an administrative error. During the pandemic emergency, the state was required to keep all Medi-Cal recipients on the program, but now the income requirements will kick in once again. More than 56 percent of kids in California and 52 percent nationwide are covered under Medicaid or CHIP. Federal research indicates 72 percent of the kids who lose their Medicaid coverage will still be eligible and that Black and Latino families are at greater risk of losing coverage. Report co-author Joan Alker with Georgetown University says many factors come into play. Language issues may be a barrier when you have families who are perhaps mixed-status immigrant families who have some fear about engaging with the government. Families who live in rural areas who don't have good internet connectivity. There are lots of reasons families are going to be at greater risk. Starting in 2025, California will start keeping kids on Medi-Cal enrolled until their fifth birthday, with renewals annually after that. Undocumented children have been eligible for Medi-Cal since 2016. For California News Service, I'm Suzanne Potter. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. Here in Nevada County, Superintendent of Schools Scott W. Lay announced today that all Nevada County schools will be closed again tomorrow. And Nevada County opened a warming center at the Grass Valley Veterans Memorial Building today to provide a space for all Nevada County residents to charge devices and warm up. Nevada County's extreme weather shelter with Sierra Roots has also moved to the Grass Valley Memorial Building. That's 255 South Auburn Street in Grass Valley. Amenities include power and charging stations, internet service, snacks, and bottled water. Cots and warm blankets are also available. And a quick reminder, anyone experiencing a housing crisis can gain further referral assistance for shelter, food, health care, and other services by dialing 211 or 1-844-319-4119 to speak with a local 211 Connecting Point specialist. You can also call the county's home team directly. The number for that, 530-470-2686. Moving now to Placer County, in Forest Hill, according to CBS Sacramento, an elderly woman recently died after storms caused her home's porch to collapse. 
The deceased woman was reportedly 80 years old at the time of her death. Neighbors found her after heavy snow in the Forest Hill area piled onto the porch of her home and caused it to cave in. Her neighbors were able to retrieve her from the wreckage, but firefighters who responded to the scene discovered that the woman was in cardiac arrest when they arrived. The Placer County coroner has not yet released the woman's name. And staying in Placer County, deputies and search crews in the Olympic Valley area responded to an avalanche Tuesday evening. No injuries were reported, and all occupants of the affected building were accounted for. The avalanche happened around 7 p.m., striking a three-story apartment building, the Placer County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post. Everyone inside the building was safely evacuated, according to the post, and they continued that the avalanche was approximately 200 yards wide and 25 feet deep, and it engulfed the bottom two stories of the building. Sheriff's deputies, as well as the Tahoe Nordic Search and Rescue, assisted with search and evacuation efforts. Nearby areas were also evacuated due to high avalanche risk. Olympic Valley is home to about 800 people and is just north of the Palisades Tahoe Area Ski Resort, which is along Highway 89. Palisades Tahoe saw more than four feet of snow from Sunday through Monday. That from the Sacramento Bee. Turning now to a look at the regional weather forecast from the National Weather Service. In Grass Valley and Nevada City, tonight mostly clear, with a low around 25. Thursday, sunny, then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon with a high near 48. On Thursday night, partly cloudy with a low around 29. For Truckee and the Lake Tahoe area, tonight areas of blowing snow before 7 p.m., then partly cloudy with a low around 7. Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 41. Thursday night, partly cloudy with a low around 11 degrees. And for Sacramento and the surrounding valley, tonight widespread frost after 5 a.m., otherwise mostly clear with a low around 32 degrees. Thursday, widespread frost, mainly before 8 a.m., then sunny with a high near 56. On Thursday night, patchy frost after 5 a.m., otherwise mostly clear with a low around 36. You're listening to the Evening News on KVMR. Up next, intern news producer Julia Jem took a stroll along the snow-covered sidewalks of Nevada City's Broad Street. Her goal was to get the latest update from the anonymous locals on how they've been coping with the weather, what they're doing to pass the time in the midst of lost power, and to learn how such circumstances may differ from person to person. Nevada County has been knocked off its feet once again by yet another winter storm. This time, snowfall came gradually and continued to accumulate over the course of several days. It's resulted in the loss of power for over 20,000 people, been the cause behind dozens of downed trees and power lines, and at times brought near-impossible driving conditions and consequent closures to many high-traffic roadways. Despite the difficult circumstances, there were many friendly faces to be seen in and around Nevada City. There were snowboarders, dog walkers, snow shovelers, and several families braving the slushy terrain. I decided to take to the streets as well, and made sure to check in with almost every passerby during a loop around Broad Street. I prompted each person by asking them the same question. What have you done to stay afloat during this snowstorm? Um, well, we're used to more snow, so I guess we're kind of just waiting it out and hoping that we get more, well, more melted snow and power. How have you guys been occupying your time without power? Um... Playing outside in the snow, sledding, 
sledding? Uh, I've been playing Sequence, the game Sequence, a lot. What's that? Uh, it's like you get a deck of cards and you gotta put the like a chip on what card you have and you try and get five in a row. I see. Awesome. <laughs> I have been getting out and hiking using my ski poles and making a lot of soup. What kind of soups? Lentil soup. Lentil soup. The soup of the poor. And uh, I've been chopping wood, chopping wood in my garage and uh, listening to KBMR, <laughs> listening to CAP radio, running out of batteries, looking for batteries, looking for flashlights, you know, watching the snowplow go by our cul-de-sac and not come in. Overall pretty okay? I, I'm happy with this. I'm happy with it, you know. There are a lot of worse things going on in the world. That's true, definitely. And we have to be grateful for what we have. Yes. Um, I have been snowboarding just like in town. That's how I've been occupying my time. Um, I've been kind of making the most of the snow and now that we have no power, just being outside. Um, well, I've been walking, actually. My car's not working, so okay. I've been walking probably a mile. Um, <laughs> uh, probably walked about four miles today. So that's how you've been occupying your time, is just walking? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been trying to get service here and trying to get food, actually, because mm -hmm. there's not many places open. Um, uh, but yeah, I've been kind of on a big adventure. I walked to Grass Valley this morning, and now I'm in Nevada City. That's so my feet are pretty cold and wet, but um, yeah, it's pretty... It's just an adventure, you know? It's pretty amazing. How are you feeling overall about, about the events? Oh, I think it's great. It's pretty magical. I got a lot of good footage. I was actually filming, so it's part of the reason why I was more adventurous. Snow shovel. Snow shovel. Yeah, lots of snow shoveling. Uh, chainsaws, snow shovels, firewood. Yeah. How have you guys been occupying your time? <laughs> shoveling snow. <laughs> Cutting down trees, blocking roads, uh, and making sure the fire is lit. Have you guys you've been going out and, and cutting down trees like on a volunteering basis? Uh, just in the neighborhood, some trees fell. Yeah. So, how have you been staying afloat during the snowstorm? Well, fortunately, we have a small gas heater in our house, so just crank that up and wear sleeping bags around the house. And how have you been occupying your time? Well, we play cribbage a lot. Uh, cribbage. Yeah. Awesome. The card game. Um, something simple, but it's funny enough and it occupies the mind and a couple games and then it's time to go to bed. <laughs> How have you been feeling overall about all the events? It's like, really? Come on. <laughs> Get it over with. <laughs> yeah. It um, wouldn't be so bad if we had power, but... Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. Yep. Well, I have a generator, a quiet one for my neighbors. So my refrigerator's running. And I have a gas fireplace, and the stove works, and I got a couple lights. Great. What have you been doing to occupy your time? Um, shoveling snow, <laughs> reading books, walking the dog, walking the dog. <laughs> kind of take, you know. I mean, this town is beautiful in snow, mm -hmm. and we don't get it like this very often. So savor it now because it's going to be hot as hell in. Excuse me. It's going to be very warm. <laughs> in August. Absolutely, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Um, I've been just walking and hoping <laughs> as um, there's not a whole lot to do yeah. in the snow, like 
job-wise staying afloat, um, I've just been telling them I can't come in, and they've been paying me, luckily. And what have you been doing to occupy your time? Uh, occupy myself? I've been reading. It's been a great detachment from technology. Yeah. Um, and I'm, my car got stuck, so I spent some free time digging it out of the snow. So, um... That's basically what I've been doing to entertain myself. But you've been feeling pretty good overall? Yeah, overall. It's been a pretty nice snow day. Just waiting for the power to come back. And I have kind of compromised balance. So getting around a little iffy when it's icy. And what have you been doing to occupy your time? Oh, kind of the usual stuff. Wandering to the internet, (laughs) pretending to do something. (laughs) Walking the dog. Uh, yes. I can't seem to avoid that. She likes it. Stay safe out there. For KVMR, I'm Julia Jem. And that's our newscast for this Wednesday, March 1st. Many of us are still without power. If you're running a generator, remember to practice safety protocols. Keep your generator dry, store fuel in approved safety cans, and take all necessary steps to avoid carbon monoxide poisoning. KVMR gets support from listeners just like you and from underwriters like Prosperity Lanes, offering 18 lanes of solar-powered bowling with group and special needs accessibility, blacklight bowling, also league bowling. Shirley's Grill provides salads, breakfast, burgers, and beer. Open daily, prosperitylanes.com. And Milkman Toner Company, providing local hometown service for network printers, copiers, and scanners. Carrying remanufactured toner cartridges with printer support. Serving Northern California counties from San Francisco to Lake Tahoe. MilkmanCompany.com Thanks so much for listening. I'm Claudio Mendoza. Have a great evening and stay safe. And tune in tomorrow for another edition of the KVMR Evening News.